Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll check in with some local farmers and find out how seeding is coming along. Also, David Weens, Vice President of Dairy Farmers of Canada, will stop by the program. Up first in today's country comment, reporter Barry Lamb will chat with Alan Monroe, the owner of Killarney Auction Mart. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Reporter Barry Lamb had a chance to catch up recently with Alan Monroe. He's the owner of Killarney Auction Mart. We've actually been busier than, than expected. Uh, yeah, everyone in the industry thought the calves would all be sold by early March, but uh, you know we had a good run. We had almost about 520 feeder cattle here on on Monday's sale, and uh, you know we had a bunch of pairs, and, and unfortunately we're seeing a lot of butcher cattle coming through. Uh, you know these storms have taken a toll on on calf losses, and uh, we're, the result is you know we're a little busier in that department than we'd like to be. Well, the numbers were up uh, that way overall. How have prices been? You know, strong. These cows have got stronger. Bulls are bringing good money. Uh, the top end feeder cattle are bringing really good money. There's strong optimism for the yearlings come fall. Uh, you know, if we could get a little bit of sunshine, we'd be in a great mood. And on that point, how are how are things looking out there with pastures and, and uh, feed supplies and uh, heading into the summer season here? Well, we're certainly going to have uh, grass growing for hay and pasture. Uh, say it does need a little bit of heat and sunshine, but it's coming along nicely. Uh, you know, these uh, it's a struggle getting some crop in the ground for guys that are, whether they're growing canola or, or corn silage or, or whatever, they're, they're struggling to get that part done, and that's important too. We need to, we need to see that those seeds get in the ground. Finally, with one more sale to go in the in the spring run here, anything uh, producers need to know about that sale on the 13th? I'll say it'll be open to all classes of, of cattle. You know, uh, yesterday we had a bunch of cow-calf pairs and some bred cows. I don't have any of those on the books for this coming sale, but uh, anything's possible. So uh, make sure to check us out on Facebook and, and keep up to date on our website, KillarneyAuctionMart.ca. That was Alan Monroe, owner of Killarney Auction Mart, speaking with reporter Barry Lamb. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Manitoba Agriculture says provincial seeding progress sits at 65% complete behind the five-year average of 96%. Progress remains highly variable within each region, and many wet spots in low-lying areas are left unseeded in an effort to maximize equipment planting time. Crop progress is about a month delayed from normal stage expected for the first week of June due to repeated weather-related delays. Weather and soil conditions have led to shifting acreage plans or order of operations changes. Many emerging crops are now dealing with established weeds. Kim Brown Livingston is the province's weed specialist. We're seeing quite a bit of the foxtails are starting to come now, like with a bit more, a bit of warmer weather. But we're seeing like tons of lambs quarters, um, seeing some ladies, some some buckwheat, lots of buckwheat, um, some red root pigweed starting to come. It's kind of the usual. Once they're ahead of the crop, it's tough. They do take a lot of yield out of our crops, especially when they're there early. Like we need to keep our crops as weed free as possible. Um, you know, for a fair bit of time until that crop becomes established and kind of covers up, covers over the rows and, you know, really gets moving. So, um, yeah, it's concerning that some of the weeds are getting so big. So, you know, guys are looking at what options they've got um, and then coming in. It's just it's just too early to come in with our with our in-crop sprays yet. And Canada's Farm Show is returning to Regina in a couple of weeks. Show manager Shirley Janesco says they're excited to be back with an in-person event. We're very excited to show off our brand new indoor footprint. Um, it's going to be no elements we have to brave this year, so we're very excited about that. 
we have more than now 1.5 million square feet of indoor space. So it's fantastic. New highlights for this year include the new launch pad, the empowering women's conference, as well as egg talks and other keynote presentations, all being anchored by the always popular trade show. Canada's Farm Show runs June 21st to the 23rd in Regina. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Wednesday, June 8th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from David Weens, Vice President of Dairy Farmers of Canada. Dairy Farmers of Canada has made a request to the Canadian Dairy Commission for an advanced price adjustment in the farm gate price of milk. Here's Vice President David Weens. In terms of uh, uh, dairy farmers, we're we're feeling the same uh, inflation pressures that uh, you know all other Canadians are. I mean, we're seeing the the kind of inflation here that we haven't seen in almost a generation. So uh, it's you know what we're what we've seen here over the past. You know, especially year, but uh, uh, it seems to actually have accelerated is that, you know, there's more uh, supply chain disruptions, which already began with the pandemic. We've had the extreme weather events, uh, you know, both in Manitoba and uh, other parts of the country. And and I guess to top it all off with the war in the Ukraine, uh, this has created, you know, really a lot of pressure on the uh, on, on cost of basically everything. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we find ourselves very much in that situation and we're seeing uh, a price increase for the goods and services that we need to produce milk for, uh, you know, as an example, uh, costs have increased for uh, fertilizer costs, for example, have gone up uh, 44% uh, since last year and fuel has gone up 32% and animal feed uh, has gone up by 8%. So those are pretty significant uh, cost factors on a dairy farm. So as a result of that, we have asked uh, the Canadian Dairy Commission to uh, consider an advance, uh, you know, for the uh, uh, price adjustment where it normally happens. Uh, uh, price adjustments happen uh, February 1st of every year. Uh, with the pressures we're seeing now, uh, basically, what this would be is to recognize some of these increased costs uh, earlier on for September first, rather than wait all the you know all the way to uh, February first. That previous uh, previous adjustment, can you just maybe talk a little bit about how that impacted the the price of milk for uh, for consumers? Yeah, what we saw in uh, uh, for February first, and of course, uh, what. The, the price adjustment at that time was 8.4% uh, for dairy farmers, and that reflected uh, the past year. So that's what that captured. And then, of course, uh, obviously, uh, things didn't stop. Inflation didn't stop at that point, and costs have continued to go up. And now we're, you know, we're almost, uh, uh, well, we are six months into the year. And since that time, we've seen some uh, significant increases. So that's that's really uh, what's being reflected here. This current adjustment, um, was there a percentage that you were looking for there? Or? Well, at this point, we've, uh, uh, you know, what we've gone to the Canadian Dairy Commission with, uh, uh, with some of our increased costs. And so uh, right now it's under consideration uh, by the Canadian Dairy Commission. They are going to uh, review those costs because they do have an ongoing uh, cost of production and so that they can, uh, you know, that they can actually, uh, uh, first of all, review the situation and then uh, 
uh, come to a number. Anything else to add here on this, uh, David? Or? We're certainly, uh, uh, you know, we're, we've been impacted by uh, rising prices, uh, uh, supply chain issues of just about everything as everyone else has, and, and certainly hoping for uh, things to settle down and, you know, uh, come back to a more, uh, a more normal. But certainly that's not what we're faced with uh, right now. So it is a difficult time, uh, and certainly not only for dairy farmers, but for all Canadians. So uh, uh, we know that there is, uh, you know, some level of understanding there is as, as to, you know, because everybody's ex- kind of experiencing the, the same thing. So uh, we, we hope that things are going to stabilize in the near future. That was David Weens, Vice President of Dairy Farmers of Canada. Dairy Farmers has made a request to the Canadian Dairy Commission for an advanced price adjustment in the farm gate price of milk. Farm Credit Canada has released its second quarter economic and financial market update. Here's senior economist Kyle Burak. So just starting off with the first quarter, our GDP growth was pretty strong, but we do expect that to start to slow down in the second quarter and into the end of the year. Inflation has increased above what we would consider comfortable levels, and this is impacting everybody across the agri-food chain from farmers to consumers, just what they're able to buy, uh, and their wallets are getting tight. And so as a result, we are seeing the Bank of Canada start to increase its policy rate pretty aggressively. We haven't seen them be this aggressive in over 20 years, and this is resulting in you know tighter economic conditions, tighter credit conditions, and higher lending rates. Uh, for everybody across the country. Uh, talk about the Russian invasion of Ukraine and, and the impact that is having. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has impacted commodity markets from oil to wheat. We're see, we've seen prices really increase across uh, all those markets since February. And we are really see that starting to trickle into our, our processors in Canada. Now they're paying a higher price for those commodities. And we're now seeing that trickle in and the consumers are paying more for products because of that. You know, are we seeing seeing more households take on more debt here? Yeah, we're starting to see credit card debt and we're starting to see uh, consumer credit lines start to increase in the past few months. It's still below pre-COVID levels, but we're starting to see that trickle up as wallets are getting tighter. Touch a little bit on the um, on the exchange rates and what we're seeing there. But we're seeing a strong demand for the U.S. dollar right now. Typically, when oil is this high, the Canadian dollar really increases and rallies against the U.S. dollar because of so much uncertainty in the world concerning uh, Chinese lockdowns from COVID and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, there's a high demand for the U.S. dollar. We are seeing the Canadian dollar rally against other currencies because of these high commodity prices. Uh, the, the Canadian dollar is very strong against the euro right now. I think I'll just end with, you know, there's a lot of short-term challenges right now, but over the long term, the agri-chain agri- is very strong. Uh, we're all going to get through this. We got through COVID. We've gotten through worse in the past, and, and there continues to be opportunities in food and agriculture. That was Kyle Burak, Senior Economist with Farm Credit Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening, and have a great afternoon.
The Prairie Egg Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The Canadian Charlet Association is holding its annual general meeting June 10th to the 12th in Russell. Visit charlet.com for more details. And the Miami Agricultural Society is celebrating its 25th annual rodeo along with the 113th annual fair June 25th and 26th. The Miami 4-H Beef Club will be hosting their inter-club judging competition on Friday evening and an open 4-H beef show on Saturday. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Wednesday afternoon. Seeding continues across southern Manitoba. Scott Pantel farms in the Balder area. He spoke with reporter Barry Lamb. We're sitting not too bad. Actually, we'll be uh, probably about 95% here after today. But uh, the rest there, we can't, we, there's a couple fields we can't even get in here yet. But we started also reseeding here today, canola that uh, got crusted over. We ended up with three and a half inches there out of that rain last week there. So we got a lot of crusted over fields. Got canola that's going to get redone. And we got corn that's having a hard time to emerge right now too. So That 5%, will that get seeded or no? two more weeks i guess for a deadline it's actually just supposed to be going into barley anyway but i don't know we can't even we got a lake here that's backed up so bad we can't even get into the field so how about emergence uh with the field conditions what are you expecting how what kind of crops do you think you might get out of this uh we had quite a bit in well we had about two thousand acres in early before you know and it's all actually all emerged nice you know looking good peas and uh wheat that's up but, uh, yeah, we have two fields of canola that are, were up nice before that heavy rain. But now we're also dealing with flea beetles already here on them. So, And despite the challenges this year with the moisture, how happy are you with, with where you're at right now? Well, happy compared to how summer's sitting there, um, that's for sure. So, yeah, you know, got to be happy for what we got in so far. So, And how about weed control measures and the weed situation? Where's all that at? We uh, definitely sprayed a lot more than normal this for because there was so much later here this spring. The weeds were sure taking over, so that we had to hit quite a bit there with Roundup. So that was Balder area farmer Scott Pantel. Curtis Evanson gave us an update from the Red River Valley. Very big challenge at the moment. I was out looking. Uh, we're right north of St. Jean, right along the river, and so we have a, a big problem. Uh, there's been no seeding here uh, it looks not good right now but uh you know weather looks pretty good coming up for a little while so you never know the problem is the the flood i the idea of the flood is not a new thing to us flood all the time but but in the past the peak has usually been in in april you know 18th of april or something like that and you're always able to get up start seeding the end of may here we are the the peak is in in may and we're looking at starting sometime here in june we hope is a lot of that land uh, is it still underwater uh not not a lot but some yeah there is some the, the closest to the uh, the plum and the the red there's some land that's underwater so that doesn't doesn't look too good for that but most of the water has drained any anything west of the highway uh, 75 is pretty much drained except for there are some some spots uh in between morrison and uh that have a lot of water on the west side as well. But anything on the east side of the highway is very wet, has water on it, and uh, 
not in good not in good shape for this time of the year. That's for sure. With a lot of those uh, crop insurance deadlines coming up, is there a concern that um, you know there could be an issue there getting it in before those dates? Or absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be there will have to be some cropland that that is not put in by well by June twentieth. I, I just don't don't see how the water can get off and and dry up that quick. It, it would be amazing if, if that could happen, but yeah, there's, there's a concern that's for sure. That was Curtis Evanson, south of Morris. And Laura Holtman is with Rosser Holsteins. Seeding is ongoing right now. We're really happy to be right back in the field. And we hope to be able to get our crop in by the end of the week. And we are also uh, helping neighbors seed this year. So that's that's part of our job this year. Um, and we're looking, you know, we are very fortunate to be able to get in our crop this year. And we know that uh, other farmers are not as as fortunate as we are, and uh, we are we are willing to help to get people finished and um, finish their their cropping. Yeah, I guess just talk about the you know the the spring here and what it's been like with with uh, just the weather and and the delays in in seeding. You know, uh, talk about uh, the impact there. Yes, this year has been quite a trying year. Um, we you know we we usually well done and probably starting first cut of hay by uh, June the 7th. Uh, that'll be delayed to two weeks probably. Um, and the, the rains, they, it was just crazy. Um, we, we would get going and then rain. And so we're pretty wet. We, uh, we are drying out, but there's lots of wet spots in the field. So um, yesterday, for example, my, one of my sons was driving the uh, four-wheeler in front of the cedar uh, to make sure that we didn't hit any any big holes and get stuck, we've we've gotten stuck a couple of times this year, and uh, that just slows the process of seeding down. So um, we're glad to see the sunshine, and we're moving forward um, to our first cut of alfalfa, which is looking pretty good. That was Laura Holtman with Rosser Holsteins. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Ducks Unlimited Canada is making almost 2,200 acres of hayland available to Manitoba farmers who suffered through historic dry conditions and cattle feed shortages last year. Producers have until June 29th to bid on hay opportunities in 16 municipalities in southwest Manitoba through the hay tender program. The countdown is on for Canada's farm show. This year, they've moved to a three-day format, which is set for June 21st to the 23rd in Regina. Show manager Shirley Janesco says among the new features this year is the launch pad. So we're calling it the biggest stage for the best in ag. So that's an opportunity to see the newest product launches, hear about the newest innovations in the ag industry, and talk about some of the you know, issues and problems and, and collaborate with some of the outstanding items with farmers are dealing with in today's world. Another new highlight is the AgriValue Pavilion that features companies that are taking crops to the next step. She says another area not to be missed is the AgTech Innovation Pavilion, which features new technology and equipment. And weeds are becoming an issue for many farmers. Kim Brown Livingston is the province's weed specialist. There is a lot of fields now where, you know, the crops are coming up and the weeds are already quite big. So that's concerning. And, you know, we've, we've been caught like this before in years when we have to get the seeding done and, and the weed control doesn't quite keep up. So 
that's a bit of a concern. Some of those fields, the weeds are starting to get big and, you know, guys are starting to try to make decisions as to what to do to those weeds. You know, it, they, they can't use uh, Roundup anymore or glyphosate anymore just because it's, you know, the crop is already up. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll discuss this week's crop reports. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.